Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Kanata. And I'm Margot Moss. Midnight Menu Plus One is a food lifestyle show on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. Tonight, we're at the NOLA Brewery Tap Room in the Irish Channel. The Tap Room is NOLA Brewing's on-site watering hole. They serve NOLA's regular lineup of craft beers, as well as eight specialty beers you can't get anywhere else. I'm enjoying the breakfast brown right now as we speak. And the Tap Room is open seven days a week, weekdays from 2 to 11 p.m., and in weekends from 11 in the morning till 11.30 p.m. Well, so glad you could join us each week on Midnight Menu Plus One. Margo and I invite a member of New Orleans' restaurant and food community to have a beer with us, and we invite them to bring along their own guest, a Plus One. We never know who the Plus One's going to be. Sometimes it's a friend, a neighbor, a family member, a fellow restaurant colleague. Well, our special guest tonight on Midnight Menu Plus One is... Roy Nelson <laughs> of Fest Cola. All right, welcome. Well, first of all, before we get to that, though, let's, uh, let's catch up on our culinary adventures, Margo. Um, I know you've been out of the country. I'm just going to mention one quick, and I want to hear what's, what, what happened in uh, Indonesia and in Bali. But um, that's where it is, isn't it? Is in Bali in Indonesia? Yes. Yeah. Well, um, I'll tell you one, one thing that happened to me. My wife did something to me she hasn't done in years. I don't know what, what came over her. But uh, we, were, we were coming back from a, a wonderful day volunteering, helping out with some folks, and I was on top of the world. And all of a sudden, next thing I know, we're driving down Claiborne. We're going towards a, a certain fast food chain. I won't say what it is. It's, it's like all the rest of them. It doesn't matter. They're all different shapes of the same corn, right, or whatever. But uh, I, got, I got deeply offended that we were going there. So I, so I jumped out of the car at a red light, and I ran in randomly to the restaurant that was closest to me, which was not a chain, which was um, Chicken and Watermelon. And I'm so glad I did. Uh, it wouldn't have been my first choice. I've went past it a few times, but you know, it's not, it, I don't know, it, it just doesn't jump out at me necessarily. But I went in there and ordered through the plexiglass and I got uh, some absolutely fantastic wings, life-changing wings. I'm telling you, I loved it. I didn't get any of the watermelon, but I got the wings and they were so good. And the fries were so good. I got it with this Cajun sauce and it was cheap and terrific and delightful. And it made me not even regret that my wife and daughter betrayed um, all my principles by going to this fast food place. But uh, big chain. But um, anyway, how about you? What, uh, you had to. Eat, well, no, wait. Did I hear that you like got sick though while you were away? You didn't get yes, to eat much. I did not get, eat solid food for seven days. Seven days trip. straight. Yes. No solid food. No. Were you food poisoning? What, what happened? It to you? was the food or the water. I and oh. I don't. I don't even want to get into it. I'm. I. They said don't drink the water. And uh, I'm embarrassed. No, I didn't drink the water, but I am so, uh, let's just say naive, I guess, or unworldly, that I didn't realize I shouldn't brush my teeth with it if you cannot drink it. Uh, And um, I brought my Dr. Tishna's, and I used it literally like five nights. Yeah. And five days, and then on the sixth day, I did not use the Dr. Tishna, and that's when I got sick. So I really think it was the... uh, the water from mm. uh, so uh, but anyway that's not interesting I would uh, like to get to our special guest this yes evening. yeah let's not uh, uh, dally any longer because he is a fascinating person <laughs> we are so glad I mean uh, we have with us no, none other than uh, than Fest Cola's uh, genius uh, sweetened with Louisiana cane sugar New Orleans original craft soda Craft soda, you don't hear about that much. I think New Orleans only has one, and it's, this is it. Um, it's served in places uh, everywhere from, from Koshan down to uh, the corner markets, Rainbow Grocery, and everything in between. 
um, all over the place, taking storm across the region in a short time. It's been with us. Very excited to have with us today, Roy Nelson. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. It's really nice to be here. So, uh, Roy, will you share with us um, how long you've uh, Fest Cola's been uh, in actual action, and then uh, we'd like to know a little bit of the history of how you it came about. We, we launched in stores back in April of 2014, just myself going off a delivery truck, going to customer to customer. And uh, we've grown to about 130 to 150 locations. Uh, now don't you deliver all those yourself? I do all of it myself for the most part, unbelievably. 130 to 150 locations yes. you deliver yourself. Absolutely. So that way you make sure everything is getting handled properly. Unfortunately, obviously, once we grow, as we are growing, we're going to have to... Uh, finally start to bring on some more people and bring a distributor in but uh going back to 2013 is when uh we really started working on the beverage line and trying to come up with the, the flavors so i'm not just a truck driver we're the janitor and the creator and the researcher and all the marketing and everything in between so it gets uh you gotta wear a lot of hats it gets confusing day to day uh exactly what you're supposed <laughs> to be doing when you wake up in the morning but, but at any rate, we started back in 2013, That we being my wife and I, of, of really starting to work on these flavors. Uh, we worked with a food chemist to kind of get it, and uh, we started kind of with what we were going to do and how we came up with our four flavors, the bourbon cream soda, the almond cola, pecan root beer, and the satsuma mint. And it really kind of was born out of, you know, our love for New Orleans and, and being here and, and just being really passionate about people here wanting to like it of course you always have these hopes that you're going to grow outside of your backyard and out into the nation and, and uh well we kind of didn't think about any of those people so to speak <laughs> so so and and i think in that way we were able to come up with something that i think was truly original and unique and um, obviously as you said it's 100 percent cane sugar and uh you know, that's something where we're committed to the state as well. And trying Right now, uh, almost all sodas, high fructose, corn syrup. And I was talking to a doctor uh, about a month ago, and he said that there's actually something in the chemistry learned in medical school about high fructose corn syrup that actually fools your appetite and so makes you consume more. And he said it's not even just the calories in it. It's more like what it does to your appetite. And he said that cane sugar doesn't do that. Is that true? Have you heard that? I have not heard that, and I mean, certainly... That could be a selling point. You should add that. Let <laughs> me write that down yeah. real quick. I'm a doctor, you know. I mean, <laughs> my last chemistry class was in high school, but, you know... You Four out of five <laughs> radio show hosts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I mean, I've heard, you know, obviously, uh, high fructose corn syrup, everyone's heard a lot of bad things about it, and, yeah. you know... Uh, obviously, it's a uh, genetically modified, and right. whereas when you use cane sugar, at least you know you're getting something that is non-GMO. Just for people who don't know about sugar, That's huge. Uh, beet sugar and uh, corn syrup you know, are G GMO. And wow. All, there is no GMO process for cane sugar. So, really? but when, when all, all cane sugar is non-GMO at non -GMO. this point? Also, it's local. It's Louisiana, and so we're supporting the local well. state economy by, by uh, drinking your soda rather than wherever they are genetically modifying that stuff in the lab and exactly. wherever. Yeah. Exactly. And so going along with that, we don't use any artificial flavors in there as well. And we also use, you know, uh, all natural coloring with it to kind of finish off that. Now how does that work? I mean, the color the color is really rich. It's a beautiful soda. Like, you, you don't have to use artificial color to get it to look that nice orange for the Satsuma and all that. and 
you don't have to use it. It's a little trickier with orange because we use combinations of vegetable juice and fruit juice. Very small amounts of it, uh, uh, but concentrated. So it doesn't change the flavor, but it can change the color. It doesn't change the flavor at all. And uh, they're not as stable as our official colors. So as it sits on the shelf, you'll get fading, or the colors will start to kind of disperse, and the bottle might have to be swirled a little bit. But uh, it's just something you have to deal with not to use artificial colors. So, so was, what was it like tasting all the flavors? Did you, did you narrow it down? Did you come with ten my, flavors and narrow it down to the four? We didn't even start with ten. I, I had in my head, I think I sat on this idea before that and incubated for so long that I kind of knew what I wanted to do. Uh, I knew I wanted to do an almond cola because I wanted to do some variation from Dr. Nut that was around in New Orleans for 50 or so oh, years in the last century. yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. And I could never figure out really exactly how it tasted, except it was somewhere between like a Dr. Pepper and a, um, and a cola. And, and that it had some almond notes to it. And we brought wow. it back to almond cola because I'm, I'm, I know there's people alive in New Orleans that have had it, but I couldn't find anyone to tell me exactly what it tasted like. <laughs> Back in the 70s, they used to have a Dr. Nut squirrel that used to go in all the parades down, down St. Charles Avenue. So, you know, it, it had its little cult following here. Um, Oh, going that's back brilliant. to the Confederacy of, Confederacy of Dunces, you know, it's Ignatius Riley's favorite beverage. Oh, that's, yeah, that's so, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there you go. so okay. a lot of people heard it, you know, through that book. Yes. But, uh, and the Satsuma Mint was kind of a, we, were, we knew we were going to do a Satsuma. We didn't know it was going to be a mint until we got in the lab and we tried a whole lot of different things. And I never thought that was going to taste as good as it did, but, you know, it's just one of those So is that things. actually made from natural Satsuma, natural mint flavors, or no? It's, it, it is not. It's made from extracts and, okay. and, and uh, different flavors. Uh, the mint is, yes. Wow. Uh, the Satsuma, we, we, we don't use fruit juice in it because uh, we're a cold-filled product. Okay. And, and so that kind of prevents the actual fruit juice. And then there's more fruit juice things, issues you get into with, with, uh, with sodas as far as shelf life and how it holds in the bottle. So um, our bourbon cream soda does use well i sh give away a secret ingredient here but oh don't get yourself in trouble <laughs> all right i won't i'll just keep it down oh, <laughs> radio system why did i do that <laughs> this is why i'm a bad sh sh show host i'm more worried about no, you than our show i'll give that one away okay. but it was uh it, you know instead of using regular vanilla in it simply we use you know bourbon vanilla huh and it creates a completely different flavor i don't know why anyone has never thought of that one before <laughs> huh. so not it's aged in uh is it bourbon vanilla is not, just a regular product yeah, it's not it barrel it's not aged in barrels like i don't know why i get asked that question all the time you know i think it's somebody said that yes in i a, know uh, who did too <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay because then it, my kid wouldn't be able to enjoy it because it true, would have right? real bourbon in it. Right. No, there's no alcohol well, there's in it. a long it. history of that. I mean, Coca-Cola started out with, like, cocaine or whatever it was, right? Right. <laughs> and uh, we don't use any of that either. No cocaine <laughs> yeah. in your soda? Oh, man. Did your wife have to talk you out of that? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say on a personal note, I gave up soda about six years ago, and I never, ever drink soda. And I grabbed a bunch of yours because I saw it was local, and we had a party. And then I ended up sipping a little bit because I was thirsty, and it was absolutely wonderful. I mean, I... Normal soda grosses me out now. You couldn't pay me $50 to drink a Coke after I've been off of it. But, like, I love your sodas. I mean, I've only tried the bourbon, vanilla, and the almond, but they're absolutely delicious. They're not, like, super sweet. They're, like, 
you know, the, the flavor comes first more than just the sweetness and uh, just really delightful and they're really unique. I appreciate that. And, and that's our whole idea is we're not trying to sell this thing in gallon jugs and 40-ounce cups. The idea is we're not, pre, you know, we're one of the few people out here trying to sell stuff without saying over-consume this and find ways to get you to drink <laughs> a six-pack a day. The idea is, you, you know, you should drink other things that are healthier for you. But when you do want to treat yourself as... I always do, even when I'm eating healthy. I would rather, when I decide to treat myself, you know, have something that's worth having versus having something that's, you know. I think that's nice. Um, now, I, I, is that why it is, uh, when I've seen it, it's not in a container, like a right. pack. Is well, that we a right philosophical? Now, and we are selling just individual bottles, and, and uh, it's not completely altruistic. It's just a matter of trying to keep the price down when we're starting because uh. when you're doing small runs, it's hard to compete on a price point. And just by having fewer packaging in the box allows us People to willing to give it a well try because they don't the know what it's down. like. And, and they'll buy one. It's <laughs> easier cheaper to buy one than it is to buy Yeah, yeah I mean, the grocery store, Rouse's, That's for example, great. sells individual beers now, which is great. And, right. uh, and then you can try one and find out if you like it before you commit to a whole yeah. six-pack right. or a case. And the same, I guess, same principle can hold for a new new yes. soda like yours. Well, I like that because it it helps you as a business owner, and it also you're keeping your costs down out of consideration right. for for us for the so, consumer. Yeah. But we so. have had a lot of demand for the the packs, and so those will be coming down the line for sure. Okay. Um, I know we we need to get to your plus one. Uh, we want to know who your mystery guest is, um, and. I will uh, like you to uh, introduce who you've brought today. And why? Uh, should I start with the name or just a background? Well, I mean, do we either just one. say the mystery guest out loud to start? Yeah, the, go ahead. Okay. Uh, today I brought with me Chris Schlumbrecht. He is the owner of CS Events, which is an event planning and catering company. Uh, Chris just started last year, and I brought Chris for a couple reasons. One, like me, he's a new entrepreneur in New Orleans, but he's also somebody that, you know, going back over a decade, he worked in this business in restaurants and, you know, in, uh, in the Superdome at the New Orleans Arena and VIP uh, event planning and catering. Uh, and his job, as a lot of young people do, take you elsewhere as you have to make a living. And he went around the country. He's worked for various minor league franchises and large uh, and NFL franchises like the Tennessee Titans. And he, after the storm and everything else, he's been able to find his way back here. And Excellent. I want to let you let him tell you the story how he started because it's very interesting. But uh, I, I think it's great when people can come back here after leaving and, and, and bring something back to the city after and bring their experience back to the city. And the, on the second part of this is I brought Chris because I, I do supply Chris, but I'm not the only local vendor supplying him. Chris goes out of his way to source companies like mine, and he can maybe name some of the other ones too. Uh, and, uh, it's you know, when you use Chris, you're getting a lot of authentic Louisiana stuff. So after all that, I'll introduce Chris, and he can tell you a little more. All right. Welcome, Chris. Welcome. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, I'm actually fairly impressed that Roy actually listens when I talk to him and knows all of that about me. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm a local from down here in New Orleans. I was born here. Um, my company is CS Events of New Orleans. We do catering and event planning. A um, little background about myself, kind of like Roy said, is uh, prior to Katrina, I worked with Audubon. You can't get more local than the Audubon Nature Institute. Right. And uh, I've been in food and beverage my whole life. 
after Katrina, I was with the Brennans, Mardi Gras Productions. Every job I've had was local. Uh, and then I worked with the Saints and the Hornets over at the Superdome in their VIP area. Uh, and wow. as Roy said, it kind of took me to other places across the country. And after about five years of that, you know, when you're born and raised here in New Orleans, your goal is to get back to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. So um, I literally picked up one day. I had enough and threw everything I could fit into a U-Haul, me and my dog, and I called my family and I said, somebody find me a room. And they said, well, what's going on? Where you at when you come? And I said, well, I'm in Virginia. So, <laughs> you know, I'm halfway there. Yeah, be another 16 hours and I'll be there. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, and basically my story consists of, I got here, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew what I was good at and I knew what I knew. And I did my tax return and got a little money back, back in February of 2014. And I said, what do I want to do? You know what, I'm going to try catering because I know I'm good at it. And I'm going to do it with a twist though. You know, I, I'm going to take it upon myself and make sure that I'm giving the product that I would have wanted while I was at all of these places mm. that were not New Orleans. Right. And uh, I went out, I went on amazon.com and bought four chafing dishes and that's how it started. And the <laughs> rest is kind of history. Um, you got more than four now? Uh, we definitely have more than four. <laughs> we have a warehouse full of them now. Um, we average about uh, 16 events per month uh, starting at about July of last year. We've taken on some very big local clients, and I'm not going to drop names. Why not? Um, well, <laughs> the CYA, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, like Roy said, one of the things that I strive for is right now our company is – at 78% all local products. And what that means is we really try hard, and I use the word we all the time. It's me, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I tried very hard, exactly. <laughs> you know how that works. Um, we've, I've gone out and I've looked at places and we've created menus and we've found local purveyors, local vendors, local craftsmen such as Roy that make very unique product. You know, for the first four months, we were using that other soda that everybody drinks. Yeah. You know, and I literally came across Roy on a uh, commercial, I think. And I said, you know, let me reach out to him and see what can happen. And uh, we're actually in the process of fading that other cola out probably within the next month. And our catering Great. department, yeah, is going solely to Fest Cola as our beverage of choice unless you know you specifically ask me for something but yeah you know fest cola is going to be our main uh, product there well you're doing a favor to the whole community because we're you're trying recirculating uh, the dollars through the community you're building up something that's local and interesting yeah and the soda is going to be better than whatever uh, big soda that you've been using i'm sure personally i find it to be a great product yep you know and we have clients so what's the downside i mean i guess it's a little pricier maybe uh, we don't look at that yeah. i you know we really don't look at the price we use uh boscoli foods so very yeah. local yes you know they make a lot of our product that we use throughout our menu you can't get more local than somebody that's been around the city for a hundred years yeah you know and i'm over exaggerating there with the hundred years but you're talking no, it probably about, has been 100, yeah. It's been pretty close. Yeah. But you're talking about a company that started here yep. and now literally provides products across the country. Right. And I have spoke with them recently. They actually just signed a deal with Walmart to supply things across the world in wow. different territories. 
you know, but what we like to say is we have them here in New Orleans. I can go to that warehouse. I talk to the owner. I say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. He hands it to me. I take it into our kitchen, and then we're giving it to you. Yeah. You know, so there's no passing it through customs or trying right. to get shopping at, let's call it, Walmart. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so now when you use Fest Cola, you've used them already at events now? We do. We, okay, uh, so how many, how many units would you be using at, like, a, a, one of the larger events that you're? Uh, we actually just did an event. Uh, I, I made a small purchase from him for three events, and we're about ready to re-up on that so yeah in three events we went through about 12 to i think 10 to 12 cases all right and we're talking 50 60 people right. little small meeting areas but people love the product um That's the great. sasuma is just a phenomenal product and i think it's got a lot to do with there's nothing else out there like it right right you know well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like, they'll see it. They know it's Fest Soda when they get it, right? And they're going to know, uh, and then they're, they're going to want it other times, too. It's almost like a, you know, it's a calling card that'll multiply then, right? I mean, Definitely. Gonna, we get yeah. a lot of guests, uh, speaking specifically of Fest Cola, uh, over the last couple of weeks that, you know, you put the soda out there, and um, we've done a couple buffet style for our catering. The soda's kind of just sitting there for people to take as is. And at the beginning of the event, you kind of get people walking up, looking at it, going, what the heck is this? Um, and by the end of the event, you got people saying, can I take two of those? Can, can, hey, there's one left. Can I have it? I'm going to take this home to the kid. Um, but uh, that's, that's part of what I wanted to do. I, you know, it's kind of like the pay it forward atmosphere of I am local. You know, you're local. You like your story about the restaurant. You don't want to eat at that fast food place. No, I feel guilty when I exactly. do. There's yeah. too many other great places and great people out there that are trying to make it work. Right. And I already know what the other one tastes like. I don't know what the local one's going to taste exactly. like. It gives me a new adventure. Yeah. That's oh. the best part of this job that I have is when I get calls from restaurants that I've never been to and getting over there and finding out where all the, where all the great spots are. You know? Yeah. Don't like y'all think it's an exciting time? I mean, you're newly back. I mean, a year and you're from here. But uh, I think this is a great time mm. in New Orleans to be doing what y'all are both doing. And uh, there seems to be a real um, excitement for local products and appreciation and people moving here, young people moving here from other places and enjoying what we provide. Right. So. I, I, go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. No, I, I completely concur with you. I in the first few months as we were trying to develop our menus um, years ago when I was working with the Superdome you know you gotta have gumbo in the Superdome you gotta yeah, have yeah. etouffee and we used local purveyors for those ob items um, but getting back and doing the research and finding out the stuff that was out there when we were trying to put together our menu was just amazing at the amount of people that are out there today in 2014 and 2015 that in 2008 when I was here those people weren't here with these products. You know, yeah. I, I, people just in their basements creating honeys and bourbons and uh, wines and beers such as, I mean, Nola Brewhouse, where we're at today, has been around for quite a while. Yeah. But different not food. Not too long. Not too long, but, yeah. you know, longer than the people I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just the amount of products that are flavorful and amazing 
and can still sit there and say, you know what, we were born here, we were raised here, and yeah. we're keeping it local. Excellent. Now, when you, now you serve alcohol at most of your events, probably or adult <laughs> events. Uh, I bet you that Fest uh, Cola w works great as a mixer with a bunch of different things. Like, I w like what flavor would go best with rum? I'll tell you, uh, we uh, do use some local uh, wines out of uh, Bush, Louisiana, Pontchartrain Vineyards, and we use nice. some local vodkas and um, wow. rums made here. Right, right. And uh, our gin that's made here in Louisiana yeah. goes great with the Sassuma. With the Satsuma. Uh, the Satsuma. That sounds mint. Oh, that's brilliant. With yeah. some gin. What, like the what's the gin company? What's the the Donner Peltier, the Ariser Gin. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a great product out of Thibodeau, Louisiana. We love these guys. Um, White Lightning Whiskey is very good with the bourbon cream soda. Oh. You, you don't think about it. You know, I have a, some really talented bartenders that we work with that you put them at a bar. And because we try to stay local, we have a limited selection. Right. You know, I don't have Captain Morgan yeah, on yeah, our yeah, bar. Yeah. yeah, but who needs you it? You know, well, I don't need it, yeah. you know. But you, you put them there and you say, okay, this is what you have to work with. Make it work, you know. And the guests like the fact that it is local. But they're still kind of hesitant on, okay, well, I like rum and Coke, but you don't have Coke. You yeah. know, so this almond soda now has to work with your local rum. And it really meshes well. Huh. No. So, so we haven't really worked with a lot of bar partners yet. We haven't gotten there, but we do have an arrangement with Joy Theater. So if anyone wants to have our stuff and try them in beverages oh. and they're looking for an evening out, look for some uh, Joy Theater events coming up. Which oh, that's great. Oh, there. the Joy was – that's what I mean – brought joy to all of us to see that place open up again too and just the great lights there and everything out front that's that's terrific so so you're they're using your soda with their they, they serve uh, drinks we are there. in there we're doing sponsorships and some of their concert series oh, and great. uh they're experimenting and they'll do whatever you want yep so cool. so yeah they've done a great job over there renovating and getting that place back back and exciting again now, does koshan use it uh, i know they i know they use your soda they do they use it with any mixed drinks they are as far as I know, we're just doing it as a soda. I haven't heard of any mixed drinks there. Uh, another customer, Sheba on Oak Street, that does sushi, that is doing, oh, yeah, yeah. does the Satsuma Mint. That and is a great sushi place, a really, it really good sushi place. It is awesome, and some people are really starting to discover it now. Uh, they have a drink there called the Flat Out using the Satsuma Mint. That's very, very good. Well, um, Margo, let's just stop for a minute to thank our sponsors of tonight's show. Uh, thank you tonight to NOLA Brewing Taproom, the watering hole of the NOLA Brewing Company on Chapatula Street in the Irish Channel, where you can get all of NOLA Brewing's beers, plus another eight specialty beers you can't get anywhere else. And let me tell you about our friends at Petite Pet Care. While you're at work or on vacation, you don't have to board your pet. He can stay in the comfort of his own home. For loving care when you're not there, Petite Pet Care. Find them at PetitePetCare.com. And thanks, too, to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product <laughs> medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to the Hangover Destroyer website, hdstroyer.com, write Midnight Menu in the coupon code, and you will get 30, 30, I said 30% off your order of Hangover Destroyer and seize the dawn. <laughs> I'm going there. <laughs> Need some after we may show. need that after tonight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, before we go to off the menu, I want to um, just ask you a little bit about 
Now, Roy, you grew up here, and will you tell us a little bit about your um, background and, and maybe your family's background and how that might have led to where you are today? Yep, I was uh, born in Covington in 1974. Uh, I've lived between here and Metairie. Uh, I've never actually. You don't, look, you don't look 40, man. I was never actually in a New Orleans address. I was right on the other side of the Seventh Street Canal, so you know, I guess it kind of qualifies. Like, kind of cut my teeth on beverages more uptown my whole life in high school. Uh, I graduated from Newman High School. Uh, my family and you know, I, I have worked in my family business. Our, my family business is Elmer Candy Company. That. Oh, wow. Started okay. on Magazine Street in 1855. Wow. Oldest privately owned candy company in the country. The oldest private, private owned candy company in the country. All the rest have been bought up by Hershey or whatever and Nestle. and Exactly. This, this is still independent. Right. That little bitty company over there, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I became involved with them when, and, and worked there around 1999. I spent a lot of years doing uh, national account sales there. But I, I, I guess I started really on delivery trucks back when I was 13 and working in shipping and working in the plant and, and working, uh, you know, working in the kitchen and actually making the candy. And, uh, uh. and uh, I got a, a business degree in marketing and entrepreneurship, and that kind of led me back to the plant there. And so... I've always, um, you know, got a, a bird's eye view of what companies can do down here for employing people and, and, and giving back to their community. So, uh, so. Was, was your family supportive of you? Didn't you move away too and, and work other places? And Yeah, well, I went to school up in Ma Massachusetts at a, a small entrepreneurial school called Babson College. And I, I started interning for Frito-Lay while I was there, and they were supportive. Uh, in fact, the, the big thing was my, my father wouldn't pay me over minimum wage. And he said, well, if you <laughs> <laughs> my junior year, after, after doing two summers at, so we can thank your father at for 4.55 an hour, he said, well, if you can find another job that will pay you more, you know, he's like, go ahead, but... You know, just remember you have free room, you know, free room and board down here with that 455. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my he actually got sick and went in for a double bypass. And when he came out, I had a, I had a job paying a 10 percent commission with a 200 dollars base and made a thousand dollars a week that summer with free LA on commissions. So wow. <laughs> so I'm glad I passed on the 150 dollars paycheck. <laughs> but. Uh, did so well there that led to that job and that's really where I got my delivery experience and running routes and going into customers and uh, and it kind of grew from there where uh, I, I don't go into a little backstory I, I left Frito-Lay thinking I was going to go into engineering it's a complete <laughs> sidetrack <laughs> it turned out math at engineering school was a lot harder than business school <laughs> And uh, I was not doing very well. I was kind of failing out of physics class. And, and the family company called. Uh, they needed a specialist in the area. I worked for at Frito-Lay. And my, my brother made me an offer. And uh, I picked up the call in class and got yelled at by the professor. <laughs> <laughs> then packed my bag, walked out of class, got a refund because it was the first week or second. <laughs> Don't forget that part. Paid for, my, paid for the, my storage and my move. And I was back here in a week. I've been here ever since. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. 
All right. Well, uh, we have to go to uh, the part of the show called Off the Menu, where we ask y'all a question that you would not have to answer in any professional environment or okay, respectable. I'm, I'm so um, scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so, uh, Ray, do you want to start oh, with our uh, sure. okay, special well, guest, Roy? With Roy? Okay, well, you're local, so well, let me ask you, you know, the, uh, a lot of folks have their, uh, you know, the perennial question was like, you know, uh, Paul McCartney or John Lennon. You know, I want to give you a few dyads like that about some restaurants, and iconic restaurants that everybody loves, but uh, see what your choices are and just okay. kind of rapid fire here. So how about Parkway Bakery or Domelisi's? Parkway. Okay, Antoine's or Arno's? <laughs> Antoine's. All right. Um, it's going to be hard when you run across a customer of mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm putting you on the spot here. I know you're thinking, like, who have I been talking to about? <laughs> who do I not have a meeting with this yeah. week? Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, okay, this was a little more obscure, but you can do it. Uh, That's the Domenico cheap martinis or, made that decision. You know, what's that? The cheap martinis. <laughs> there you go. Only on that specific day. Every other day, our nose. All right. We know that you like them both and, and all uh, these, but, you know, oh, between one or the other. All right. Uh, Domenico or Ancora? Ooh, that's a good one. Domenico. All right. Uh, La Blangerie or Hadel's? Well, Hadel's is the only one I've had there. So ah, okay, that. okay. All right, well, thanks. All right, that's informative. I think I agree with most of those. Did. Didn't matter if I don't, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the easy way out. <laughs> All right. All right. Very political there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yours is sides. not so much fun. It's uh, a little more serious. Is the answer is red. Always <laughs> the answer is red. Okay. Since adolescence, Chris, what three-year period do you feel you've experienced the most growth? Wow. Wow. Uh, that's not like his questions. No, I'm no. sorry. Um, what three-year period do I feel like I experienced the most growth? Um, personal growth. Personal growth, I would have to say... In 2008, I left the Superdome and started on a three-year journey that I ended up in Connecticut, um, stopping off in Oxford with Old Miss and then Wilmington, Delaware for a couple of years. And ah. I literally traveled to about 18 different states in those three years. So personal growth, I can honestly say that kind of from 2009-ish to 2013, um, being born here and kind of sticking around here and not going too far personally those were the most informative years and kind of informative of when I decided I don't like the Northeast <laughs> so um, but personally I think I probably grew as a person more being away from family and away from friends that I've literally grown up with for almost 30 years but you got okay. to sample 18 states and you still were dying to come back here. You, you know what? It, there is literally no place like New Orleans. Huh. People say it all the time. Yeah. There is no place. Well, you prove it. Yeah. No place like New Orleans. The more places you go to, then it just makes you want to come back. Yeah, more. yeah. It, rings, <laughs> it rings forever true. Amen. Okay. Well, um, thank you. That was uh, very interesting and honest. Appreciate it. Sorry wow. I didn't give you a silly one, but. Okay. I, I'll take it. <laughs> um Roy, I was wondering uh, how y'all come up with all your marketing. First of all, I love the design on That's, the bottom. That's going to be my next question. That's okay. so funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's clean and beautiful and it's pleasing and simple, elegant. Margo's an artist too. Um, 
And I love your some ads I've seen. Like Thank I don't you. know if they're they're hysterical. Thank like you. the P pecan, pecan and pecan. And pecans. Where, where are these? He's on TV. Uh, well, They're Roy can TV. tell us you about. You can also find them on our YouTube channel. Just oh. profess cola, and we ran them through Mardi Gras. We ran them through Saint Season, and and with our shoestring budgets, we're probably running the same ones till the <laughs> yeah, end. Yeah, I was gonna say, where do you get the <laughs> revenue to do that? That's amazing. But uh, how did you come up? And maybe you could share like the the pecan one. I think is pretty funny. I don't know if you can describe it over the. Uh, that's a hard one to describe. Basically, okay. it's just porta potties that come up, and it says pecan, and you know, <laughs> dictionary style pecan, yeah. and pecan in dictionary style. <laughs> kind and of a uh, riff on Northerners too, right? Yeah, I mean, a little bit of a, a little bit. That's kind of what we were going for, and of course, we were comparing one to something that you use on, you know, you know, on the neutral ground during Mardi Gras, <laughs> and the other one that gives the drink a, a smooth, creamy flavor. I think it would make a good T-shirt, actually. I've had some emails from that one saying, you should uh, make this into a T-shirt. Coast, dirty Coast, dirty <laughs> that, that has it written all over it, yeah. Um, so did you come up with the packaging, and, um, or did y'all have assistance? I have to give a shout-out on this, and I hate to give free plugs, but, you know. No, please. That's all the show is. This is what y'all do. It's of free plugs, yeah. Right, no cheap plugs, but... Uh, um, yeah, it came from, uh, I work with the company that was formerly down a magazine uh, magazine called CPR and Partners. And it's really a group of marketing people that are all creative types. So you don't go into a company and deal with people from the top to bottom that are going to corporate you to death. So I'd recommend them to any small people looking to have some cool, sleek branding to check those guys out. I'd like to take complete credit for it myself, but I can't. Uh, you know, I... We, we did work a lot on the brand feel, and, uh, you know, a lot of the initial stuff comes from, you know, when you go in to do that kind of stuff, it, a lot of it does come from the owner. They have to take what your vision is, and then, you know, you know I, can, I can't draw more than a stick figure. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it comes down to relying on people to make your vision come true, and, and they really did a good job. It's exactly what we wanted and intended is how you described the labels that really pleased me when you, uh, the way you did it there. Well, it's beautiful. It's you know, it shows the river, right? It's supposed to be the Mississippi, right? And the lines. Yeah, a lot of people don't get that one. And it's kind of supposed to have a, kind of a, a record feel to it. And yep. it's, I mean, these and are all nostalgic. things you don't notice on first look to me. Right. It it's got a like a something about old we school and new school. We were old school retro, not nostalgic, yeah. because a lot of the old bottled sodas all came from 80, 90 years ago, and they're all stuck in the same same nostalgic packaging that's that's what sells their product and it, it's something that i didn't want to do coming out in 2015 when you come out with a product you you only have so many, so far you can deviate to the brand that you initially put out there if we had done that we would have uh, kind of pigeon-toed ourselves and and you brought in you brought up the point of the young people being the real movement of all these products and willing to go out there and try and support smaller companies and those are the people that we are trying to speak to when we, when we came up with this product and and i think they like old school retro um yeah, yeah. it's got well you know right behind you is hanging a picture of professor Longhair, and it's got sort of that uh that sort of 1970s uh you can picture a single of a Professor Longhair. I, I made that, that up. That's not really Professor Longhair. I saw Tipitina, and I made that up. I saw a black guy next to Tipitina, and I made up Professor Longhair. I don't think that's him, is it? No. no. Anyway, well, 
Come check it out at Nola Brewing's Tap Room. Nola Brewing's Tap Room is open from uh, 2 o'clock to... Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're digressing. Yeah. Uh, no, it's got, the, it's got that sort of 70s swirl uh, figure you can see yeah. in that. And, it's, and it looks like old Jazz Fest posters and all that, too. It's kind of got yeah. that same feel. Yeah, you know, we're not blasting what's all about on the product there. And, and, you know, we definitely want to look cool than just put a whole bunch of blurbs like, drink this, this is great, and we're wonderful kind of thing. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully sometimes it makes it harder for people to find so you know that's that's the downside but we're just kind of we don't compromise on flavor and we don't compromise on taste. excellent now um this is kind of a two-part thing chris did you make it out to um hogs for a cause i did not make it out for you hogs but we actually had two weddings this weekend oh. so i worked all weekend i'm on day number 23 of work so <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> and this is the first year it didn't rain. You could have uh, enjoyed I, it without the rain. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, I, I was in town last year and I tried to get out there, um, but it was just slopping wet. So, so. What, uh, what scale can you do? Like, can you do an event for 10 people up to what? Or is it, is uh, it well, you have an ideal? Well, we like to keep minimums at about 25. Okay. Um, just because when you're getting in the kitchen and you're cooking for people cooking for five people cost uh, almost as much as it does to cook for 20 people um with that said you know we did a uh, fundraiser for the nopd crime camera back on the 21st uh with a great group of tulane students and there was 350 uh individuals there so um anything from 10 to i guess 350 and our largest one was about 750 over the course of two days great so 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 you can basically do something for anybody we could do something for anybody Uh, we do weddings uh, we do uh, we have three different departments the event planning department the rental department and then the catering department Oh, okay so we're kind of like your one-stop shop you come to us we get a lot of people that come to us for catering food wise local foods and then realize oh well your tents your chairs your jazz band, your parades, we do all that, you know, and then we have, yeah, the planning department, we plan weddings and birthday parties and everything else. Okay, great. Now I asked about Hogs for a Cause because was your product used in a... We were not sponsors, but we did sneak our product in. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Through a through a team called Team Swino, and it really went team to the Swino. it went to the head chef, and they and they used it actually in the creation of their uh, award-winning barbecue sauces. I don't know what they if they won this wow. year, but uh, wait, what did they use in the which flavor did they use in the barbecue sauce? They, they did the one that they called the judge sauce. The one that they ended up submitted was used the bourbon cream soda. Wow! And there, which they did on their uh, as their rib rub and rib sauce. What can't you use this soda for? I mean, will it heal like gout and stuff? <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, <laughs> so I hear. It's like a hand cream. Will it moisturize? Like what the hell? It's like all purpose. You make barbecue sauce out of it too. You definitely can make barbecue sauce out of it, and I think with our added ingredients to the sweetness of it, it really does. You know, a lot of people have done that with a regular root beer, and just giving the extra things that we put in there gives it a completely unique taste and kick to go along with the other stuff. I got an idea for you right now. I'm going to give it to you right now. You you don't have to give me a penny royalties. Just send me one signed copy when it's done. Cookbook. You know, got to put. You got to get a Fest soda cookbook. You could have, or you got your first recipe right there. You got the barbecue sauce. You have a drink section with the cocktails. Right. 
Boom, done. That sounds excellent. Yeah, self-printed. But you gotta this call it cola. I've always it's made not seven, soda. You're gonna. I, I you're from the soda. north. Yeah, I'm from. Yeah, you I'm can say soda from New York or cola. It, it, you no, don't care. It's cola. It's cola. People are like. Why did you call it cola and not soda? I said, well, I, I think when we say cola in New Orleans, we're referring to any kind of soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In a lot of houses you go into, they're not saying, do you want a Coke or cola? They're asking you if you want something to drink. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? And is soda a northern thing? Like, does soda mean yeah. everything? Yeah. Goes to soda. And soda, Midwest, pop. It's pop. Yeah, pop, pop. in the Midwest. I never Can't said stand that. that word, pop. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> um, but, you know, no I always offense had, to all our listeners speaking in the of Midwest. foods in the cookbook, I've, I, I, I I've always been in. To, uh, like making 7-Up biscuits at home. I can't believe I haven't tried this. So last night, after doing the root beer, I'm like, why don't I just start swapping these out and see if I can make some good biscuits? I haven't done it, so I'll have to get back to you and let you know. See, next recipe, you're done. This yeah. is, will make and, itself this book. And bring it in Let me write so we can try. Well, I'll tell back. you a quick short story is the bourbon cream soda actually makes a really good teriyaki glaze. And the oh, only okay. reason I found wow. that out is because we were, it. I did. I actually, <laughs> true story. I accidentally spilt the bottle in the teriyaki chicken that we were doing one day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just feed this to the kids. So we cooked it anyway and we ate it. And I'm sitting there going, dang, this is really good. I'm going to have to tell Roy about this. I never did, but now I am on live, you know, podcast. Great that. teriyaki chicken. All right. I can see a whole network of testimonials <laughs> you can do with this. I grew three inches after I drank your uh, bourbon <laughs> cream. So, yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, unfortunately, we're totally out of time, aren't we? Yes. Um, uh, that's a bummer. We want to thank you all so much for joining us tonight on Midnight Menu Plus One. I know both of y'all are um, – your time is precious. You're 23 days on, <laughs> and uh, and you're, you and your wife are um, – Delivering yeah, festival, well, we, yeah, you delivering are delivering babies. And we have a one-month-old baby. So. Oh! A one-month-old baby. Yes. Wow. I got a suggestion. It came out 11 Best pounds. Cola in the bottle. came out 11 <laughs> pounds, and she was Holy drinking fest. So That's here you go. <laughs> wow. 11 pounds? He's top one percentile. Oh, yeah. Very strong. We, yeah, one Healthy. That is a baby. Very strong. pound baby. That's huge. Yeah. It's you, all muscle, I'm saying. You know, he's not one of those diabetic babies. That comes out. Do you have a picture yeah. of okay, him? That's the problem. You have the babies are born with crack or whatever. <laughs> the baby's born with like a cane sugar addiction. <laughs> Do you have a picture of him um, lifting fast colas like weights Not above so his head? Oh. Yeah, above yeah. His oh yeah. The best thing about babies, as you know, you got. I know you have a twelve-year-old too, right? He does have a fest cola bib that says oh. "Can't wait for my first bottle." There you go. <laughs> the best thing about babies is that they make great photo props. Terrific photo props. Yeah. So, yeah. For ads. Oh, she does that all day long. Yeah. yeah. I have so many pictures of my kids doing weird stuff. And their babies. We've got it's thousands. Great. Yeah. It's like literally hundreds per day. Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations thank, thank and you. thank you and very we, much. We enjoyed being here. Thanks too. for having us. Well, our special Appreciate guest tonight it. on Midnight Menu Plus One was Roy Nelson of Fess Cola. Uh, and his plus one was Chris Slumbreck. Slumbrack? You got it, man. You Yo, got it. Chris Slumbrack yes. of CS Events. Of New Orleans. Of New Orleans. Very important. You can find out more about both of our guests and much more by following the links on our website, itsneworleans.com. That's itsneworleans.com. And thanks to Petite Pet Care, Hangover Destroyer, and the NOLA Brewing Tap Room for the awesome beer this evening. And if we haven't said it yet, the NOLA Brewing Tap Room, we have said it yet, but we're going to say it again. NOLA Tap, Brewing Tap Room is open seven days a week. Every day, you come here anytime, and you can join us back here next week for another Midnight Menu Plus One. But wait, before we go, I'd like Roy and Chris to um, 
say their websites oh, and yeah. um, and if they want to plug any upcoming event or you know anything like that. Chris, go ahead. Uh, well, ours is www.cseventsevents with an S NOLA dot com and uh, just stay close to the website we've got a lot of cool features coming up including a special happy hour Monday through Thursday uh-huh. okay great and we're at festcola at www.festcola.com and uh, you can contact us anyone interested in carrying the product can contact us through the customer uh, service tab there and I will personally get back to you <laughs> wow alright thank you Look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, I'm Ray Kanata. And I'm Margo Moss. Good night. You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer, now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.